Hey everybody, welcome to Big Dumb Monsters, I'm Nick. And I am Chris. And this week we are sort of talking about 1990s classic yeah. Frankenhooker. This week we're finding it difficult to talk about Frankenhooker. It's, and it's not even so much that we dislike the movie, it's just there. Yeah, there's, like we said, there's not much depth to it, so there's not, there's really not much to dig into. Everything is just out there. Like, Yeah. It's fun. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. It's classic for a reason, I, I'd say. Um, but yeah, um, we'll get into it. Like, we'll talk about it as much as we possibly can. Uh, the things we liked, the things we didn't like. Yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, we recommend watching it, like, in a group setting with, you know, some drinks, probably. Yeah, that's, that's probably for your benefit. Um, yeah, enjoy the show. That's it. That's all there is to it. Yay. Oh, man. <laughs> um, How'd you like this movie? I'm glad it was an hour and 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, I felt a little cheap. <laughs> yeah? A little cheap? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like... Um, I mean, for the most part, like, I, I mean, it was, you know... It is what it is. It's it's a trauma movie. It's a dipshit trauma movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Quality, no. Yeah. Fun, yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, like, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, holy fuck was the, the main dude, Jeffrey, just not likable. No, no. Oh, I'm a fucking doctor. <laughs> Talks like Andrew Dice Clay, and like, he's supposed to be this brilliant medical student. Like, uh, uh, I... I... Could not stand listening to him mutter to himself. <laughs> I just need more voltage over here. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that mole. I don't like that mole. It's like, ugh. I don't... I don't have too much... Uh, oh, what is that? What is that? That uh, That d disorder where like you can't stand certain noises. Yeah, misophonia. M misophonia. Yeah. Like, I don't have that too much. Like... Certain chewing sounds uh, give me the creeps, and I don't like the sound of water being poured in from one container to another. Um, really? Yeah, it's fucking weird. That's an odd one. But, like, him muttering to himself was, like, the closest thing to one of those that I've experienced in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably because he was just saying a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah, he was just mumbling scientific, like, word salad. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. need 600 more volts here. I need this. You yeah, know. 600 will do. Yeah. <laughs> just but, muttering over schematics. Oh, that'll cause a brownout. <laughs> um, I have never seen Basket Case all the way through. I have not seen it at all. Yeah. like uh, His other movies, uh, Basket Case and Street Trash, I think he did. Um. Uh, yeah. No, Street Trash was directed by uh, Roy Frumkiss. Was it? Yes, who also did um, The Principal. 
Okay. I have to remember the name because like there was that there was that time in the late '80s where you had like the fighting teacher movies. Yeah. There's yep. the principal, the substitute. The substitute was Eric Roberts, right? Uh, no, the substitute was Tom. He did the substitute. Okay. Yeah, it was, that's the one with uh, Tom Berenger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Berenger. I, I don't know why I was. Thinking yeah, Eric yeah. Roberts. The, the principal was with uh, uh, Jim Belushi. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, what what the fuck was the other movie that he did? It started with a B, I think. Not basket case because we were uh, talking, we're talking about, about Frank Hennenlotter, right? Yeah, I uh, I'm pretty deep into this Mai Tai, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, buddy? Donna is telling me to drink responsibly. Um, we are getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, brain damage. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's oh, he did direct basket case. Well, yeah, we said that. Okay, yeah, again, we were talking about street trash. Street trash was Roy, yeah, Roy Frumkus. Yeah. Uh, did he maybe he I think he was involved I know some of the credits crossed over with Street Oh Chess. maybe he produced it Yeah I don't, we're again we're getting ahead of it ourselves doesn't matter. We'll, Yeah we'll get there we'll You get know there. what you know what it doesn't matter It doesn't matter it doesn't matter Uh he is not the writer of Street Trash FYI anyway huh. Who cares um, Who cares Yeah yeah Nobody. Um it is, this movie is just purely absurd and goofy like um <laughs> the, the the line you quoted before, uh, fucking super crack, and I was like, I quoted the line from the movie when the when the hooker first finds the super crack. Oh yeah, and she's like, drugs, <gasps> super drugs. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This uh, yeah. it's not genius dialogue here. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, it's almost hard. I'm finding it like hard to like. To comment, like to find stuff to comment on, just because it's like, it's all out there. Like, it's, there's no subtlety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, like, oh, this is the secret meaning behind all this. And like, no, it's just a, it's a trauma take on Frankenstein. Like, it's yeah, it's, it's very, very campy, cut and dry, very trauma, very campy. Like, yeah, gratuitous nudity, like just left and right. Yeah, drugs everywhere. <laughs> Super Se drugs. Everywhere. Sex everywhere. Giant muscly pimp everywhere. Oh God, Zorro! <laughs> I, I love that. Bar. We have something to talk about. Oh yeah. I loved that bar that they went to. That was apparently populated by the characters in the Final Fight video game. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's shockingly accurate. <laughs> Uh, right up to Zorro himself, who has like, who is like a you know a greasy like musclehead bodybuilder pimp, yeah, but has a cop mustache. Like, yep. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> Ugh, Those my bitches. Oh, Zorro. Or I don't know if it was Zero or Zorro. Zorro. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, you know, it's probably public domain at that point. The name Zorro. Like, I just been. throw it in there. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He didn't have a mask, though. Yeah, he had some Zubas, though. He definitely had some Zubas. <laughs> oh God! Fucking workout pants, man. Zubas were invented by one of the dudes from the Bushwhackers. Uh, WWE. Get F the fuck out yeah. of my life! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I hope that's true, but I remember hearing that when I was a kid. I know they wore them. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think the, one of the guys invented them. Yeah. I mean, okay. 
If, if you're not familiar with Zubaz, they were um, possibly the ugliest pants ever made. Yeah, I had a bunch of them. Me, same my, here. my mom made us them. It, it was the 90s. It, it, was, it was a crazy time. <laughs> um, yeah. it, basically, they were big, baggy-ass, like, fabric. Like, they were like... They, if, they felt like tablecloths. Yeah, they weren't like pants material. They were yeah. very, like... Very like billowy, like they're like a blouse for your balls, basically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like they were cuffed on the end, so like like you get elastic like clinging to your ankle. Like, yeah. Holy shit, the nineties were horrible. Yeah, this, <laughs> like if uh, everybody should know exactly what we're talking about, but here's an example of them. If you remember Napoleon Dynamite, yes. Uh, uh, Diedrich, oh, what the fuck's his name there? The one that was teaching karate. Oh, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader. Yeah. He was wearing the American Rex flag Quando. once. Yeah, Rex Quando. <laughs> he was wearing the American flag Zumba's pants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they always came in like these like stri- like very striped, like loud bright. colors. They were yeah. very bright and loud. Yeah. yeah. Very 90s. Fucking Zubas. Like, they were like a step below skids, <laughs> which were also like bad. I'm telling you, man, my mom made pairs of those for me and my brothers. <laughs> and then when it came to be about summertime, we'd cut them to make shorts. <laughs> I uh, am not afraid to admit I had uh, two pairs of skids, one purple, <laughs> one green. <laughs> uh, skids were the same type of pants, except they came in like flannel, like <laughs> like check marks, basically. Yeah, they were they were more like pajama pants. They were they were more urban, if you yeah. will. Where where Zubaz was for the. Um, uh, you know, the, the leisurely country American, let's say. Country American. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that, that about sums up this movie. Yeah, 90s fashion. Yeah. Skids and Zubas. That, well, that's the <laughs> title of the episode. There Skids and Zubas. <laughs> uh, Skids, <clears throat> Skid, Zubas, and Areolas. Um, I... For I mean, for the level of movie that this is, I thought they did a pretty good work, uh, pretty good job with the creatures. Uh, like towards the end, like the crazy, like fucked uh, up monsters. I mean, they're fucking horrible. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah. But like I said, for this level for of the movie, for, for a the budget movie, that it must have had. Yeah. yeah. They probably made those monsters for like fifty bucks, like yeah. tops each. Yeah. Um. Uh, like the the Frankenhooker itself makeup, obviously just makeup. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not great. <laughs> uh, I mean, if like, you okay, well, here's the thing. Like, I didn't have to buy this movie, so it was well worth the price of admission. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's definitely. It's not getting points off for me having to spend money on it. Thank um, you, AMC Plus. Yeah, Shutter is a godsend. <laughs> um, the jokes land. For the most part, I mean, some of it's just like real cheap and tacky. But if that's your style of humor, it's definitely gonna it's gonna work every time. <laughs> um, yeah, Jeffrey is very unlikable. Uh, I think he's supposed to be. I don't think you're supposed to be oh. sympathetic to him at all. What was with the brain drilling? Fucking was he like drilling into those areas to like stimulate? thoughts or something like stimulate ideas it 
I don't know if it was like stimulate or like partial lobotomize to like because he was like, oh, I got a headache, I got a headache, and then he's like, <laughs> his drills into his head. He's got hey, time to go to old number thirty four. Like, yeah, I don't know. This was a weird fucking movie. <laughs> the only, the only movie I know of that has a uh, like a legitimate like head drilling scene where a guy drills into his own fucking head is Pie. I don't oh, know I've never seen, seen that. that. I know that's fucked up, though. That's yeah. fucking Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Um, uh, who did The Wrestler, which was a fucking good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Uh, he also did Requiem for a Dream. Which is also a fucked up movie. Yeah, not a good movie, but fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You you will definitely remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, well, in Pi, he's like he's being accosted by all these guys who want him to do this like uh like number what the fuck was it like it's certain like programming shit to make money for other people like with the stock market and shit like that mm -hmm. like predict the stock market um but then it all goes crazy he winds up going crazy and then he drills into like the math center of his brain to, so he doesn't have to fucking deal with anybody anymore Ooh. yeah there's also uh in that fucking james bond movie specter where Blofeld fucking drills into Daniel Craig's head to, like, make him, like, forget faces, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which they never, like, referenced how'd, again. How'd you undo that? <laughs> yeah, it apparently didn't work. Like, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, I, we've not given a synopsis of a movie in quite a while. Oh, yeah, we, we've, we've totally gotten away from that. Today yeah. we're watching Frankenhooker, um, which is Frankenstein with a hooker. Yeah. Yeah, this dude uh, predicted, like, everybody saw this death coming a mile away. So Fuck she, yeah. She I pulled, got you a lawnmower. It's got a remote control. Whoop, there we go. Hey, don't stand in front of it. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, this troubled genius who, you know, has been kicked out of medical school. Yeah. Uh, multiple times. Uh, he creates this robotic... The thing with the the brain floating in the tank too, they never go back to like. No, but that's supposed to be just kind of like a reference to like the the brain that wouldn't die or whatever. Oh. Um, just like another B movie reference. Um, so you know his his fiance gets chopped up in the remote control snowblower, uh, and he proceeds to create a, a new fiance out of uh, chopped up hookers. It's basically like uh, not chopped up hookers, exploded hookers. Exploded, Sorry. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's basically like Bride of Reanimator. But, yeah. like, the shit version. Yeah. 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 It's, it's almost exactly the same fucking plot. I don't know which one came out first. This was 1990. This is 90, so Reanimator. I think that was, like, well, 85. The original Reanimator was in the 80s. Yeah, it was, like, 85. I don't know. I, I can't remember what when Bride of Reanimator came out. I want to say Bride was, like, 88 or 89. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because Jeffrey Combs looked significantly older in Bride. Uh, but... To the internet. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, That's a thing we see. do. <clears throat> it would be hilarious if Bride of Reanimator was influenced by Frankenhooker. <laughs> Bride of Reanimator, 1989. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it preceded it by a year. Yeah. Um, other things that stood out. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, 
he makes a, a Frankenstein-esque bride, uh, and then... Accidentally makes hooker monsters. Yeah. There's... <laughs> um, in typical trauma fashion, it, it goes to 11, <laughs> basically. The ridiculousness yeah. and like over the top. Yeah. And I, you know what? I really wouldn't have it any other way with a trauma film. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're going to get a scene of, uh, like, six hookers exploding after smoking super crack. Yeah. <laughs> Which they did not spend a lot of the effects uh, money on that one, on that scene. <laughs> uh, I think they did, actually. I've got a fact about that. <laughs> really? I do. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it was the, you know, quote-unquote action centerpiece, I guess, of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie is so ridiculous yeah but that's the thing like I, I keep going back to it but like that's the thing with trauma like you know what you're getting you are not getting quality story you are not getting quality effects you are getting horror sort of and humor like yeah. a lot of humor yeah you're getting like I don't want to say goriness but like a depending on the film you Grossness, are basically. yeah gross it's yeah. crass it's very crass. crass yeah yeah um you know what you're getting you're getting new jersey yeah <laughs> yeah uh one of the, the lines like they they like in the, when they were mentioning the news story like about the girl getting chopped up in the snow blur like uh you know this was today in hohokus yeah uh, yep. amanda was like oh of course it was in <laughs> <Hohokus."> <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> yeah you just get you get you get off that nutly exit <laughs> fucking north jersey man route 17 at, like right through the heart of it oh barf, barf. <laughs> uh... if anybody is listening from new jersey you know what you did <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, my in-laws live in Jersey. Nice part of Jersey, believe it or not. I don't think there is such a there thing. There is, believe it or not. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. Is it like the closest to New York that it could possibly be? No, it's like an hour and a half out, maybe almost two hours. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Like in the heart of Jersey? Uh, and the like, Jersey Shore. Ugh. <laughs> it's a, the smell might be okay there, but the people sure aren't. Um... Oh boy, super crack and <laughs> there's really there like there's zero substance to this fucking movie. Yeah, I I didn't really think it was gonna be this hard to talk about it when I was watching it. No, today. it's it's just it's dumb. It's dumb and fun and like you have to you have to know the crowd. Like definitely read the room before you put this one on. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Not like when parents are around. Definitely not when kids are around. No, but... because like there's. <laughs> An extended amount of like titty shaking in the hooker scene. Yeah, the hookers exploding scene. There's just tents <clears throat> and naked hookers everywhere. It's it's and, absurd. Like, uncomfortably so. Like <laughs> I did love this. Like he's he's uh he's he got the her... head wine, it just drips out of the bottom. Yeah, it's just leaking all over the tablecloth. <laughs> um I'm sure if I saw this when I was like, you know, at the time, this is you know, nineteen ninety, so I would have been like eleven or twelve. I would have loved this movie. Like Yeah. If you saw this when you were 11 or 12, there was something seriously fucking wrong. <laughs> I had HBO in my room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do love that he treats her to a, a nice Italian dinner, and it's pizza. 
<laughs> yeah, he pulls off like the, the fancy serving tray. He just pulls out like a nasty slice of pizza. <laughs> it does look shitty. <laughs> Probably tastes amazing. I love that when he shows her like the models. They're all porn, like yeah, all porn models. Like yeah. you couldn't have just pick like chicks from a magazine. Like, <laughs> nope, all porn models. <sighs> Such a bizarre movie. It really is. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to do about this. Like. Okay, how how do you think the makeup works for the, the, the Frankenhooker uh, monster? Because technically that's the monster of this film. Yeah, well, you have the hooker monsters too. Uh, that's true. But, like, she's, like, the main the main deal. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to her. There's just, you know, like, kabuki face paint. Yeah. And then, like, you know, patchwork shit, like, on her body. Yeah, like, and a purple nipple. Purple nipples. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I, with the ending, I feel like this is basically like an extended Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like this re- that really, like, they could have chopped this down into half an hour, I think, and like, <laughs> had it, just, it would have just been a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah. It's it's right there. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I... It's, it's difficult to say that, like, I did or did not like the makeup job that they did, because... What they did adds to the quirkiness, yeah, and, and it's a very quirky movie it's to part begin of the with. Experience, yeah, yeah, and it's iconic at this point, like in the like underground horror kind of, you know, like everybody who likes shitty B movies, yeah, like Frankenhooker is not revered, but like it's very well known and yeah, sort of respected. I mean, to the point, like I've I've done conventions with Patty <clears throat> Mullen, like I've, I've seen oh, her really? multiple ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I mean, it was just a kind of shitty pancake makeup job. Yeah, just, I mean, it's trauma. They're just cranking out movies for the sake of cranking out movies. Like, yeah. Let's just crank this out for as little as possible, throw some tits in, and people will watch it. Yep. Like, that's that's pretty much the trauma philosophy. It really is. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. You got to... All right. This... Break out the rating. This is, this is going to be a double rating movie. So, what would be your, you know, rate it for what it is, kind of... The movie rating. movie rating, I'm going to go, like, a three. Um, you know, it's... It's, you know, it's it's obviously not the greatest. Yeah. But it's in the indie spirit. Like, they're doing what they can with what they have. Yeah. And, like, I admire that. That's the thing about some of the, the better-known trauma movies, like... You can tell that the people making it really wanted to make movies. Yeah. Like, they, like, like I said earlier, like the jokes land. You know, they they tried to write them well. Um, I want to go back to this. Don't let me forget this. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, like they they tried as well as they could, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's it, not a whole lot to work with. Uh, you know, there's budgetary restrictions. There's talent restrictions shit like that so yeah i mean as a movie i'm with you it's like a three if i have to rate it as a trauma movie you know like as a schlocky whatever kind of shit movie that yeah, you, you, you go movie. in knowing his shit it's like a six five i could see that i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna go maybe slightly lower i'm gonna go with like a six i think yeah um Again, like it's it's it, all out there. It is because it, it works. 
This was also weird. This is another thing. I had two things I need to go back to. Why does he keep drill bits in his bowling bag? Yes. I'm like, yeah. Does he need to, like, emergency load a pirate cannon, like, at some point? <laughs> like, we're going to cannonball and some shrapnel to throw in there. Uh. Um, but the other thing I wanted to go back to was the weatherman. Uh, the fucking Looks horror. like Lon Chaney Jr.? Yeah, the vampire fucking weatherman. That had to have been, like, a shout-out to, like, SCTV. Uh, like, Count Floyd. Uh, like, <clears throat> fucking Joe Flaherty's character. Yeah. He was, like, the newsman, and, like, as soon as the news was over, like, he'd put the cape on, and he was, you know, the, the horror movie host, Count Floyd. Uh, I want to say there actually was some IMDb trivia about that guy. Yeah, I, I definitely have some stuff to talk about uh, as far as uh, stuff what he is known from. Yeah. Stuff what he is known from. Yep. <laughs> Chemicals. As far as the stuff what he is known from. Chemicals, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Chemicals. <laughs> Again, that delicious, delicious Bai Tai. Thai. Yeah, wow. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Uh, Artesian Mai Tai is what the... Uh, good night. Yeah. <sighs> um, so, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's a fun, goofy movie. <sighs> like... If you have friends who are into just, like, shit movies like yeah, if, we do. If, yeah, you want to sit around the punch people, like, have a couple of drinks or whatever. This movie's a fucking party. Yeah, you want to, like, riff on a movie, this is your movie to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but as far as, like, sitting down to watch a movie, I don't think this is something I would, like, throw on. No. Because uh, I, I did it, and meh. Like, I watched it with Shelly, and she was not impressed. I watched it with Amanda also. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe... Maybe not a great move. <laughs> she actively wanted to watch it. Otherwise, I would have watched it, like, you know, yeah. under my normal conditions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, it, it, like I could not watch it on my own just for the, the risk of somebody walking in during certain <laughs> scenes. Like, like, you would have to explain. Like, I can explain. I can explain what's going on. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm not a pervert. I swear. <laughs> well... Let's not get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a pervert. Not a sex maniac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not sex nuts right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you ready to get to the IMDb trivia? In this? Let us do it. Let us do the trivia. Let us trivia. Not to bother you with trivia. Uh, Writer-director Frank Henenlotter, who actually is a neighbor of Joe Bob Briggs, huh. uh, improvised the basic story at a pitch meeting. Uh, after getting the okay to make the picture, he then wrote the script for the movie, which that tracks. <laughs> That's not how you make movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I, I learned that uh, there are neighbors on the Valentine's Day Joe Bob uh, special because right. uh, they showed this movie and Frank Hanelotter was one of the guests. <laughs> Elizabeth, uh, who becomes Frankenhooker, has the last name of Shelley. This is an homage to Mary Shelley, the author of the original Frankenstein. Yeah, there were uh, there were several shout outs to Frankenstein. I mean, her name being Elizabeth is one also that, you know, Elizabeth is, I believe, is his wife's name uh, in uh, Frankenstein. I think you are correct yeah and then his name is franken of course yeah I, this is another thing was he like when he went out picking hookers he was basically disguising himself as, as kevin van hentenrick from basket case he looks exactly oh, really? like the fucking dude from basket case <laughs> same glasses like same haircut fucking they're probably the same glasses yeah <laughs> the, the exact same glasses 
There's a lot of boobs in this movie. Yeah. Um, Beverly Bonner, who plays Casey, a character that... I'm sorry. Let me reread that. Beverly Bonner plays Casey, a character that appears in Basket Case, Brain Damage, and Basket Case 2. I can't, off the top of my head, think of who Casey was. Uh, I think it was what's his, like the love interest of the main character in uh, Basket Case. Oh. I think. Again, uh, I don't think I've... I, I actually have interviewed Kevin Van Hendrick. Yeah. Um, I haven't... Oh, that's an after the podcast story. No. Oh. Uh, but anyway. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll keep it there. I, do, I did a convention with him, and we hung out after the convention, we'll say. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> what happens after the convention stays after the convention. Yeah. Uh, the film cost $1.5 million, making it Henenlotter's most expensive at the time. Jesus. Yeah, but there were still budgetary issues. Uh, the producers told him that they had used up all the allotted funds for pyrotechnics <laughs> during the exploding hooker scene, to which he replied... How the fuck am I going to film the lab scene? He ended up calling in a favor to do some, quote-unquote, unlicensed pyrotechnics for the shoot. <laughs> oh, and, my uh, God. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence, the, the guy who plays uh, Franken here, uh, recalls the guy finishing up setting up and telling him, don't worry, it's maybe safe. <laughs> it's safe-ish. It's, you know. Yeah, yeah. OSHA, never heard of her. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Bill Murray is a big fan of this movie and publicly endorsed it around the time of its release. Jesus. Which, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, I could see him just like, you know, for comedic purposes, like yeah. laughing his ass off at this movie. Yeah. So. Uh, the film ran into trouble when it went before the MPAA ratings board. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and uh, Helen Lauder recalls that the head of the board, Richard Hefner, uh, calling the production company and saying, congratulations, you're the first film rated S for shit. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Yeah, producer James Glickenhaus uh, fought back and uh, brought the feud public. The MP MPAA ultimately gave the film an X rating. Um <laughs> Yeah, I want to say this like I remember when I was uh, when I was a kid, it was only on like Cinemax After Dark. Yeah, when they used to show porn on Cinemax on Friday nights. Yep, you mean Skinemax? Yep, that's, yep, that's yep. When it earned that. Uh, that uh, I didn't uh, have to in my room. I had to like wait till everybody <laughs> fell asleep and sneak downstairs. <laughs> Jailhouse bimbos. Yep, yep. The erotic adventures of the three musketeers. <laughs> IMDb, folks. That's a real movie. That's real. <laughs> oh, the scene where Jeffrey goes driving looking for ladies of the night to provide body parts was filmed in what is now Tribeca. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trendy ass neighborhood. Like, yeah, that's where Robert De Niro lives. Yep, it was. Uh, it was a much different place then, though. Yeah, and then they got the shot from the open door of a moving van. Uh, quote. I recommend that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, these are real hookers, says uh, Hennenlotter, uh, to which Lawrence adds, and they are in SAG now. <laughs> <laughs> this was also a pre-Disney-fied, like, Times Square. Uh, yeah, know. back when it was all porno theaters and... <laughs> hookers fucking, and porno theaters, yeah. yeah, yeah. God, New York was dangerous. <laughs> but fun. <laughs> 
the purple nipple reveal during the initial strip down originally included purple pubic hair as well. Uh, quote, we kept dyeing the body doubles pubic hair to get the right color purple, says Hennenlotter. <laughs> but I took it out. Uh, as with the full frontal nudity he trimmed from the earlier hooker party scene, he felt the graphic nature of it stepped all over the humor. So tits abound. But the, as soon as Pussy you go, makes it not funny. Yeah, as soon as you go below the belly button, that's where it stops being funny. Uh, they eventually cut an R-rated film to market in addition to the unrated. Uh, and one of the trims needed to secure the R was to limit the exploding prostitutes to six uh, from the uncut version's total of seven. Where there's one exploding prostitute? Seven is way too much. Yeah. Six? All right. I want to say the one chick exploded twice. It, it probably. Yeah. They probably just, like, filmed it from two angles. Yeah, like the one, like, the main hooker, like, the one he first, like, talks to. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she blows up when she's sitting on the bed, and then, like, she's also the last one to blow up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is all I have for IMDb trivia. There is more, but none of it seemed exciting or fun. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to lie. A lot of the, like, stuff, like, you know, the movie, it's, it's kind of fun. A lot of the stuff surrounding it, not very fun. Because the, the better known as is not great this week. Is it all, like, just trauma actors? Uh, a lot of them, yeah. A lot of Law and Order people. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will start off with director Frank Hennenlotter. Uh, we mentioned at the beginning he's also also the director of Basket Case uh, two and one, two, and three. Um, uh, bad Biology, Brain Damage, um, and then like he, Chasing Banksy, which sounds like an artsy like excuse me, serious movie. Uh, that is actually a documentary on the yeah, yeah. artist Banksy. Yeah, and like it's kind of weird for him, but hey, whatever. Uh, before I mean his movie before that is that sexploitation another documentary though yeah all right well good for him yeah and and a documentary before that as well yeah but and a documentary after that is lurid women from 2018 Ooh, yeah um, wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he wrote most of that stuff too it looks like including this movie uh, yeah moving on holy Christ I didn't realize a basket case was from 82 yeah. That is an old movie. Shit. 40 years old, in fact. James yeah, Lorenz, yeah. who played Jeffrey Franken, the most unlikable character uh, in the movie. Yeah. Um, he has been in, like, decent movies. Uh, he was in The Irishman? As I was say, the last one, yeah, he's probably most known from is The Irishman in 2019. Uh, he's a Hoffa well, Rally teamster. He's not, he doesn't yeah. have major roles in them. He was a guy in a crowd. <laughs> yeah, he's in the movie Bridge of Spies with Gary Oldman in 2015. Oh shit! It's another like serious movie ass movie. Gentleman on Subway Number Two. Yeah, uh, he was in the TV show Titus, uh, the TV show Judging Amy, the TV show Becker with Ted Danson. I I really liked Titus. The show I, didn't, didn't yeah, get a whole lot of love. I don't. I don't. I just for some reason his comedy does not click with me. Oh no! I don't know what it, like. It's just I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Just doesn't register with me for some reason. Yeah. Um, I remember I did watch like the first season or two of that show though. Yeah. Uh, moving on. What oh, else? He was in the Jerky Boys. Yeah, he's phrase uh, uh Brett Weir in the Jerky Boys. I'm looking for Brett Weir. <laughs> uh, the fucking uh, I forget what that uh, that one character's name is. Frank Rizzo. 
<laughs> R-I-Z-Z-O. God, those CDs were great at that time. Like, <laughs> yep. I had the first three, and like all of them were fucking <laughs> yeah. so great. There was... There was like the golden age of the comedy CD. Yeah. And that was right at. Yeah, like that. The first, like Adam Sandler CD with yeah. like cows playing tennis. Yep. Now, the severe beating of a high school Spanish. Oh, that album was so great. Stan, was it Stan and Judy's Kid? Was that the name of it? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was that, that had like three or four pace. songs on it. Yeah, right? yeah. And the rest of it was skits. It was like a mix of song and songs and skits. It was medium yeah. pace. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck else was on that album? Um, I think the Hanukkah song was on that, wasn't it? It might have been. And there's the one skit where like it's him and I forget who's the other voice and like. They end up joining a cult at the end of it. Like, was, oh, that one had Toby with Willie on it too, didn't it? I, I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I like. I I want to listen to that now, but like I know it's not gonna. Be, it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna hold, hold up. up. I yeah. promise you. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> let it be. Yeah. Like the Beatles said, "Let it be. Just let it be." Oh man! You see that shampoo bottle over there? <laughs> Stick it up my ass like at a medium pace. <laughs> Sit on the corner of the bed and watch me whack <laughs> off at a medium pace. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but it's, uh, it's I'm using a Robocop three, uh, NYPD Blue, um, King of New York. Is that the one with Christopher Walken? I believe it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like a gangster. What a fucking psychopath he is. <laughs> like, not even because, like, he's dangerous and crazy, but he's just fucking so weird. Yeah, just out there. May or may not have killed Natalie Wood. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to Patty Mullen. I thought she would have been in, like, a bunch of, like, these, like, B-movies. Nope. She's in four things. Um, well, because she was... She was like a Playboy playmate or something, wasn't she? I have no idea. Um, but she was the, the most famous thing she was in aside from this was an episode of The Equalizer in 1989. Weird. Uh, so yeah. Well, uh, I mean, like she's still she's... making money off of this, so good for her. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Bernheim. She was Elizabeth's grandmother. Uh, I think I just kept her because she's like kind of representative of like what everybody else was like. Yeah. Law and Order. Uh, she had a one-off on The Sopranos. Um, she was on Guiding Light, the soap opera, for a while. And that's really it. Um, moving on. I, I honestly think we're going to have a hard time hitting an hour. Oh, I'm sorry. Show. She was a penthouse pet. Oh, okay. Then why are they using a body double in this movie? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Judy Graff. She was the newscaster in this movie. Uh, looks like she was playing like newscasters in a lot of stuff. Um, she's also looks like judges. She was on Judging Amy as a judge. Um, she was on The Adventures of Pete and Pete also. That show uh, was great. The Nickelodeon That show was yeah. so fucking weird, but it was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's in the George Romero movie, The Dark Half. Okay. Uh, that is a Romero movie, right? It's Jeff Fahey. Uh, I don't know. I believe so. Let's check it out. It yes. It is George Romero. Yeah, written by Stephen King and George Romero. 
They worked on a bunch of stuff together. Yeah. Uh, Probably piles of cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Worked on a lot of piles of cocaine. (laughs) Or maybe it was one big pile. Uh, She was a newscaster in this. She was a newscaster in Basket Case 2. Can I? Hold on. So we've got the movie going. Did it weird you out to watch that one one woman flex her pectoral muscles under her boobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very gross. (laughs) I'm not saying it was gross. Because her one boob was very weird shaped. (laughs) Like fucking weird. Yeah, they were not nice titties. There were some nice titties in the scene. Those were not two of them. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, pardon us also, while we are pigs yeah uh, this one was also a reporter and the movie Batteries Not Included which was uh, pretty cool at the time I remember when I was a kid uh, these little tiny like UFOs like land in this like yeah it was the inner city, that like, was the era of the robot movie yeah the aliens and robots movies uh, I want to say like Jessica Tandy was in this movie Hume Cronin yeah uh, uh, yes they were both in that and they were an item weren't they yeah they were married um, I found that out from an MC Chris uh, rap. Um, I want candy, bubblegum and taffy. That Remember that from yeah. Aqua Teen? Yeah, yeah. He references uh, Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy. Jessica Tandy. Uh, I want to say they were married since like the 50s because uh, yeah. I was reading an article about um, Marlon Brando uh, and like uh, I guess he got into a fight with Hume Cronin at the time. Yeah, because she was in the in the play as a uh, was she fucking Stella? I think she was Stella. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> fucking... That's that's old people trivia. Yeah, exactly. I, I I read Streetcar in college. Did you? Yeah, it was all right. I think we watched the movie too. I I never have. Uh, I'm not that cultured. I'm I try to be cultured. Yeah, but. It was like fourth culture at the time. I can't read a play, man. <laughs> I just can't do it. I, I it was an assignment. Uh, I did not like Tennessee Williams was just n- never really registered with me. Uh, moving on, uh, Helmar Augustus Cooper. He was uh, the detective in this movie. He's the one who gives the uh, interview on the newscast. Yep. Uh, again, Law and Order, <clears throat> Special Victims Unit. Uh, he was also in Luke Cage in 2016, which is uh, the better uh, one of the better of the uh, Marvel Netflix shows. Uh, he was in The Leftovers on HBO, which was, uh, I, at the time, uh, equated that show, like, basically to being punched in the face every Sunday night for, like, eight weeks in a row. Yeah. It was, like, I don't, I don't, I did not understand the attraction of the show. It was just, like, just made you feel shitty every week. The fuck was it? It was, um, it was basically, like, the Thanos snap, like, without Marvel. Oh, like, okay. Like, one day, I think it was, like... I think it was only like ten percent of the population just like vanishes. Yeah. Like, uh, and then like it's just about like the aftermath of that. Like, you know, sometimes like people's whole families like disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like basically just people feeling sorry and sad, like making the audience feel sorry and sad. Oh. And apparently that's draws in the critics somehow. I, I did not enjoy that show. I don't. I don't know that I ever enjoyed a tragedy-driven show. Yeah. It was not enjoyable. Uh, but he had a lot of TV one-offs as well. Um, uh, Nurse Jackie, uh, Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23. Uh, Boardwalk Empire. Interest, Boardwalk Empire. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh, Law and Order, regular flavor. I think he was the same character. Uh, He's a judge. Yep. Judge Reginald Flowers. That character no, had some life, man. That is a different character. He has two characters, Herb Williams and Judge Reginald uh, Flowers. 
Oh no, George Judge Lawrence McNeil. Yeah. Oh, all right, killing the world of judging. He's he's a judging motherfucker. Looks uh, like he did an episode of the Wonderful World of Disney in two thousand and three. Uh, as the world turns, more soap operas. Oh man, the Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, very disappointing TV show, The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Like on paper, it should have been good. I mean, like, yeah, Young Indiana Jones, like Lucasfilm is making it. Like, it wasn't boring as fuck. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever seen, but it certainly it just, wasn't. It didn't live up to the pedigree. Yeah, I mean, like when you think Indiana Jones, you're thinking like big adventure. Yeah, like you know, fun action. You know, yeah. and like it wasn't that. It was very like dramatic. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it just wasn't what people were looking for. I can see that being a good idea. It just didn't. I remember being it a really good-looking show. It like, didn't execute well. Yeah, it's just the the content wasn't good. Uh, looked great though. I mean, again, it's Lucasfilm. Uh, Louise Lasser. Uh, she was uh, in this it. movie. <laughs> she she was certainly a character. Jeffrey's mother. There we go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she was in a lot of stuff actually. Um, one of the most recent things she was in Girls. She was a recurring character, and that it looks like. Um, CSI again, more like TV crime shows. What was what was Girls? I, I like I know Girls was an HBO show written by Lena Dunham. Oh uh, yeah 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 like, yeah. Yep. Privileged white girls who live in fantasy Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not the real Brooklyn. Uh, I, although like as a veteran of Brooklyn at that time, like there were many. I I am not in any way a. A, a street tough. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not a brawler, uh, but there were many times. <laughs> you, everybody listening is missing the air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were many times where I'd be at like parties or stuff in, in Brooklyn. And I, I like, I even said like, I would bring like a friend with me or something. I'd be like, you realize we are the toughest people in like a mile radius right now. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved this. He's got the fucking bin of tits. Just a bin of tits. Yeah. <laughs> Just mix and match tits. Yep. <laughs> like these two seem okay. Uh, things that will never sound like he welded creepy. an arm on. Honey, like, could you hand me that bucket of tits? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can't get over the fact that he welded her arm on. He, he welded it. He like super glued it and welded it. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking trough of legs. Apparently, like, people were stealing these body parts, like, these body part props. So, like, they wound up being left with the shittiest looking of them. <laughs> Just exploded hooker parts. <laughs> uh, let's see. She was in the movie Mystery Men, uh, which I enjoyed. Oh, also not a great movie. Well, look, but... she was in Requiem for a Dream. Oh, we yeah, we just mentioned uh also not a pick-me-up no <laughs> and if anybody... happiness also not a pick-me-up <laughs> happiness um this is the one i just remember like the there's like different like stories but like different like people um philip seymour hoffman's in it uh what's it? dylan baker i think is the one guy's name he's like the smarmy dickhead in a lot of stuff dylan baker yeah yeah uh he was kurt connors actually in the uh, sam raimi spider-man movies okay uh, I just remember, like, in one part, he fucking... It's got a great cast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a, a very fucked up movie. Um, 
he like his son's friend is sleeping over uh and then like he gives the whole family basically like roofies and ice cream so he can molest the kid like what it's that kind of movie yeah 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 not a pick me up holy shit yeah yeah i don't think i'll watch that it's like uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it it's uh, again like apparently that's what like critically you know draws in the critics because it's critically acclaimed Ugh. Uh, let's see. Mystery Men. Uh, a lot of TV stuff, too. Empty Nest. Um, Blood Rage. St. <laughs> Elsewhere. Laverne and Shirley. Taxi. It's a Living. Uh, written by uh, Joss Whedon's father, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's really about it. A lot of, like, one-offs on TV. Like, the, 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 the IMDb, like, lists of these people this week is not great. Um. No. Yeah. And, and, like... A lot of the shows, other than like Law and Order and a couple other like one-offs, or there's not like the bangers of TV. Yeah, you know? uh, she's in the movie What's Up, Tiger Lily. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, no. It's basically Mystery Science Theater before <clears throat> Mystery Science Theater, it's 1966. It's a Woody Allen movie. Uh, extremely offensive. Well, that is a white lady uh, who apparently does the voice of a character called Sukiyaki. Yeah, it's a Japanese movie where they like dubbed over the voices with like American like people just like doing riffs on it. Basically, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a Woody Allen. It's one of Woody Allen's like first movies, I believe. Well, it's sixty six. So yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, one of the few Woody Allen, yeah, blah, blah, few Woody Allen movies I've ever seen. Uh, it's I kind just, of like a, a James Bond like kind of movie. Yeah. I just don't really like Woody Allen. I don't understand the appeal. I mean, aside from all the fucking disgusting shit he's been doing, um, yeah, I, I never, I don't, I don't get his movies. I don't, yeah. I don't enjoy. I don't it's enjoy just them. not for me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Moving on, we are at fifty-five minutes right now. We're we're really coming in under the wire here. Yeah. Uh, John Zacherly. He was listen, the, yeah. listen. The episodes wind up being what they wind up being. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of like cutout stuff too from this. Yeah. Like forty-five minutes, two hours. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, he he. We mentioned him earlier. He's the like Dracula weatherman who's just in this okay, for yeah. no known reason. He's actually a horror movie host. Um, he is also uh, very close with, well, was very close with Joe Bob Briggs. Um, he, it's basically what he was known for as being like, it's a horror movie. Host. Oh, he's like, on, he was on Chili Theater. Yeah. He, he was basically well, that makes sense because like they were out of Jersey. Uh, like a, like a Spenguli type of character. Yeah. Um, and I want to say like his kid maybe took over for him at one point. Zachary. Um, yeah. And he, he basically just shows up as himself and everything Zachary. Yeah. Zachary, you know, it just Dick Clark show as Zachary. Um, no shit. Yeah, so that's that's like why he was in there. As I guess is a you know a nod to him. Yeah, and I still think that's a shout out to like Count Floyd from SCTV. Um, moving on. Shirley Stoller. She was Spike, the bartender. Um, she was uh, she had quite a quite a career as well. Um, she passed in 1999. Uh, the, somehow in something in 2016 though, good for her. Huh. Uh, but some of the stuff she was known for, uh, she was in Grumpier Old Men, uh, Loving, which was a soap opera. Again, a lot of soaps uh, on, the, on the IMDb this week. Yeah, she's in the Malcolm X movie. Um, again, Law and Order. Uh, Miami Blues. I want to say that's like one of Alec Baldwin's first movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, in the Heat of the Night, the TV show, Kate Nally. I did. I I watched a lot of In the Heat of the Night. 
Three O'Clock High. I used to love that movie. Um, that's the one where uh, it's fucking... Is uh, that a principal fighting movie? Close. Teacher fighting movie? It is a school fighting movie. Oh, school fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about this kid. He's like a dork, like, you know, kind of nerdy kid. Uh, there's like a new kid in school who's like, you know, the tough, like leather jacket wearing, like yep. just fucking badass. And like, <clears throat> he apparently has a thing where he doesn't like to be touched. And like the dorky kid accidentally like puts his hand on his shoulder or something. Yeah. And like he freaks out, like he's going to kick the shit out of him. He's like, you know, three o'clock, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Uh, so like the kid like spends the whole day just like doing various things to like try to get out of the fight. Like he like hires like a fucking, like somebody to try to beat him up and he just gets his ass kicked by this fucking kid. <laughs> um, it was a good movie. Uh, you know, I haven't seen it in like twenty something. Is that a, is that a comedy? Uh, not really. Yeah. Yeah, it's like your typical like eighties movie. Like okay. Yeah, yeah. I definitely recommend it. Oh, she was on seven episodes of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse, Mrs. Steve. Yeah. Uh, she was in Desperately Seeking Susan. Uh, anything else of significance? Charlie's Angels, The, the Deer Hunter, The Edge of Night. Another real pick me up movie. <laughs> With the deer hunter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good, though. Uh, and Kojak. She was on the original Kojak in 1973. Nice. Uh, and finally, we mentioned earlier, Beverly Bonner. Uh, she seems to be a Frank Hennenlotter uh, kind of regular. Um, she was in all the Basket Case movies. Uh, she's in this movie uh, as the same character from the first two Basket Case movies. Um, Bad Biology she's in Brain Damage she's in also Frank Cannon Lauder movies damn um, and then there's just a few other ones uh, she also passed recently I want to say like 2020 maybe uh, 2020 yeah well that's a bummer look this whole show is just a fucking bummer kind of yeah and that is it this week for Frank and Hooker and better known as we unfortunately do not have a monster she wrote this week I thought we would too yeah. Like, there are a lot of people doing a lot of like one-offs uh, on TV in this, but yeah, I guess, I guess it's going to be what it is. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> what a depressing episode. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the title for this episode. What, a, what a depressing episode. <laughs> what a depressing episode. <laughs> Look, folks. They're not all gold, all right? Yeah, we can't we can't make these things happen. Okay? We try. Um Yeah, I like I feel like I we've we've had this before where like I feel like I'm missing out not having a nostalgia like connection to this movie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see, see this. I didn't see this during my like heyday of watching like garbage I, I didn't movies. I see it until this morning, so Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this afternoon technically we started at like yeah. Want a date? <laughs> yeah, I did love all that. <laughs> Where she just starts spouting hooker phrases when yeah. she first comes to life. Yep. <laughs> hey, Jersey boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then when Zero <laughs> Zoro just slices his head off in one smooth motion, <laughs> <laughs> zing. <laughs> I gotta say, I do love the face that she makes, like the the like screwed up mouth. Yeah, like the grimace that she has. Yeah, yeah. That's it's super iconic. Anybody got a stem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh, where she fucks this guy and he dies. <laughs> yeah, super crack not only makes the hookers explode, makes the hookers make people explode too. <sighs> I don't know. The fucking platform shoes. <laughs> it is the ghetto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do, man? Like, <sighs> look, sometimes I, it, we have to cover these things because they're influential. Yeah. There, you know. <laughs> like, I, and here's the thing I don't hate this movie. I did not resent the time that I spent watching it. See, I didn't hate it, but I, I don't know. Like I, I, like I said, I felt just like dirty after watching <laughs> this movie. Like, That's just pretty much any trauma movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain like greasiness to a trauma movie that yeah. like comes from the screen into your skin <laughs> and no matter what the movie like toxic avenger yeah you feel gross after watching it tromeo and juliet you feel fucking gross after watching it frankenhooker you feel gross like the least offensive one that i've probably seen is sergeant kabuki man nypd oh, that's the least offensive <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. I used to have uh, redneck zombies on DVD. Oh my god! Yeah, I, did I've seen red? I don't think I've seen redneck zombies. It's it's a film. <laughs> they wind up making moonshine. Yeah, yeah. It that, turns people uh, into zombies. Yeah, they they uh, they make it in a still. At, uh, they make they make a still out of these barrels that they found, which had like toxic waste in them or whatever. And then the moonshine that they make turns people into zombies. <laughs> There's like zombie babies and shit like that because like you know they're giving their children moonshine. <laughs> I love the check mark on the ass. Yeah, she still has the check mark on her ass from when he drew it there when he uh, <laughs> was partying with the hookers. <sighs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Such a goofy movie. <laughs> like. I would get our friends together and watch this. Yeah. Yeah, that honestly might be like the 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 only way I think you're going to enjoy this movie. Is yeah. Like just with a bunch of people just goofing on it. Very much like Leprechaun in the Hood. Like, yeah. It's like don't don't watch this cuz you want to watch a movie. Yeah, that's not <laughs> not advisable. No, you you watch this because you want to laugh and yell and drink and not pay attention to it at all. I love that, like, this is the, you know, the pre-cleaned up Times Square. Do you know yeah. many times I've vomited in the quote-unquote <laughs> cleaned up Times Square? <laughs> I mean, it's cleaned up. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Let's go to the Disney store. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Can I get to Midtown Comics from here? Oh, I have been drunk in Midtown before, yeah. <laughs> have you? Yo, fuck yes, I have. <laughs> Which one? The Times Square one with the, with the oh. dangerous-ass fucking staircase. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's super tall and I very steep. <laughs> blasted out of my mind, and I'm going to stumble up these stairs. And then stumble up more stairs in the store. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's that's where like the homeless dude like jumped through the glass window <laughs> a couple of years ago, oh, which no. says which is very super cracky. That's, that's definitely it's, super that's crack. cracky behavior. Because that that's like that's the staircase going from the second to the third floor. Yeah. So that bum like leapt out like a twenty foot like window. 
Like, I wish I was there for that. Like, you just see this homeless dude busting out like spawn through the fucking window, like dirty fucking overcoat, like flowing as he's like, you know. Hey, spawn was homeless. Yeah, it's true. He was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, In case you thought we were good or decent people, we're not. You're you're fucking wrong. And I recommend going to Midtown Comics drunk out of your mind. Yeah, they they probably deal with it very often. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can go there drunk, just don't be an asshole. It's a great place. You know what? That's my rule for anywhere. You want to be drunk? Be drunk. Fine, have at it. You want to be a douche? We're gonna have a problem. (laughs) (sighs) All right, I think. I think. Are we in crapshoot territory? We've Already? been in the crapshoot territory. We've been there, right? Yeah, we, we I stopped doing better known ads like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard to pay attention right now. Oh. This is, uh, yeah. I, I'll say it again. Decent movie for what it is. Yeah. Because like, they, they know, know that this is not... They know that this is not a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. They went into making this movie as, like, it's going to be a raunchy comedy with horror elements. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Like, it's got budgetary constraints because it's a trauma movie. Uh, it's got shitty acting because... I just want to point out the absurdity of this pimp being like, you need to do the right thing. You're a fucking pimp. <laughs> God. I love his gold suit though. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you can smell these streets. <laughs> yeah. And they smell like piss. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Again, as somebody who's contributed to that piss. Uh Yeah. See, I never really spent that much time in New York. I've I've been there a couple of times, oh, yes. and uh, I never had reason to. I never had like friends who were like, "Yeah, we're gonna hit the city." It was just like I didn't either. That's why I had to go by myself. Oh, all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I eventually had five friends and family who lived there, so yeah, I'd always end up like hanging out with somebody. I just, I kind of wish I did have those experiences, but I don't need them. Like, my, my life is not better or worse because I didn't spend a whole shitload of money and I, time in... I enjoy in having, like, I, the experience and the stories, York. like, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I miss it. I really do. Oh, anyway, I'm an old men growing regretfully old. So. <laughs> is that our new show? Yeah, yeah. It's always been our show. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Hey, there she is. Pretzel's good. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I'm i really trying to just drag this out for the sake of the episode. I know it's no, not going to make it the, good. We're yeah. just making it a bad show. Yeah. No, yeah. It's okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. If you dig shit movies, this is going to be right up your alley. If you are one of those highbrow, like, I only like movies and horror movies with a yeah with a, it's not a classic subtext there's zero subtext here it's, not, it's definitely not elevated horror definitely no not elevated oh shit horror. no hereditary <laughs> this is not yeah 
but it's, eh, if, if it's your thing it's your thing um don't try to watch sober like at all yeah just not a good idea no uh this movie should really only be shown between like the hours of like 10 p.m and like <laughs> 4 a.m yeah yeah like you don't watch it in the daytime i think that'll take away like from some of the goofiness of it <laughs> oh yeah no this is a total nighttime flick <laughs> this is not this is not one of your saturday afternoon take a nap movies yeah 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 <laughs> like it's whatever the exact opposite of that would be Uh, all right. Let's, I think we're done here. Yeah, let's let's pull the plug Can, on this. Yeah, we uh -huh. really have nothing else to say. There's about nothing. Film. Like there's zero substance to this fucking movie. <laughs> Much like this podcast. At this yeah, point. right. Yeah. This is all fluff, folks. Holy goddamn! <laughs> you know what? I do have to. I do have to mention something. Last week we recorded in a fucking blizzard. This week, it's like 65 degrees outside. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. New York sucks. <laughs> We also, like, in an effort to, like, get around the worst part of the blizzard, ended up recording in the worst part of yeah. the blizzard. Yep. <laughs> like, if we just stuck to our normal time, it the been roads would have been normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah the roads would have been fine. <laughs> no, I, I drove an extra 20 minutes in the snow because I thought it was going to get worse. And it turns it out it, it, got much better. it stopped almost immediately <laughs> after we were done. <laughs> bullshit. <sighs> yeah. Fuck it. All right. We're going to do our social media. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Still have to fix that sign. We'll get there one week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, as always, you can find our website, uh, www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com. And thanks to a fuck up on my part, also www.bigdumbmonsters.com. Uh, I think you mean an opportunity on your part. Ah, yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, if you want to email us anything at all, I don't even care what it is. Uh, BigDumbMonsters at gmail.com. Uh, if you feel like tweeting at us uh, or about us or what the fuck ever, you can do that at Dumb underscore Monsters. If you are on Facebook and want to like the page uh, mention the page leave dirty comments on the page whatever uh that is big dumb monsters pod and if you are on slasher the all horror social network we are big dumb monsters podcast uh you can also find us on instagram at big <clears throat> underscore dumb underscore monsters uh we're also on youtube uh the big dumb monsters channel uh, our video, I can now verify, our video podcast is available on Spotify as well. Excellent. Uh, so when you play it there, you will see the video slideshow. Sweet. Um, what else? We, 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 we're on some new platforms as well, some podcast platforms. Yeah. Uh, we just got added today to Overcast and CastBox. Sweet. Yes. And any of those uh, platforms in which you listen, give us a rating. Uh, thumbs up leave a star some, leave reviews I mean whatever you want to do yeah um, that helps other people find the show and that helps us in the long run um, it has been a long time since I've said this and it just recently occurred to me don't let ghoulies eat your ass do not let ghoulies eat your ass that is very sound advice yeah stay away from super drugs uh, specifically super crack mm -hmm. super weed might be the bomb whatever maybe uh, weed's natural so <laughs> go for it <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get stuck in a deathbed <laughs> you ready to get the fuck out of here yeah alright 
Goodbye. So. Good <laughs> fucking bye.